Coming up on HIGMT, battery day can't come quick enough for me, more factory tours on YouTube to drill over, and how to get most from your new Model 3 or Model Y. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of indeterminate length for Saturday, September 5th, 2020, episode 6. In Auto Ontario, I'm Matt Wilson. So I hope this weekend is finding you well. It is Labor Day weekend here in Canada and in the States. Um, this past weekend, I know I'm a little bit late with the podcast. Uh, I ended up in the hospital over the weekend. Nothing too crazy. Um, I went down to see my father at his place and hang out with my brother, who happened to be in the in town as well, and uh, just taking care of some chores and uh, hanging out with my dad. Um, but uh, I, I ended up eating something that didn't really agree with me, and uh, I ended up in the hospital uh, when I got back here in Ottawa. Now, wasn't anything serious. It was just mainly, I think I had something to do with gallbladder attack. Um, very painful. I had kidney stones a couple of years ago, and those are probably the most painful things I ever had to deal with. So this was probably right up there, but not as painful as kidney stones. So I ended up going to the hospital around 11 o'clock at night, and I was out, I think, at 2 uh, two in the morning on Saturday. Yeah. So that's why I've been kind of dragging this past weekend. Uh, just hanging out with the family, uh, going to the hospital, uh, kind of poking around the house, doing some chores around here too, you know, all normal stuff for, for me. So, um, let's get on with this podcast. So let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. More news about a possible cheaper Model 3, even a hatchback might be coming next year. Futurecar.com has a story indicating that this hatchback would be based off of a Tesla Model 3, but with an updated design. It is hoping that this new model will be built in Gigafactory Berlin and even in Gigafactory Shanghai once things start to spool up. Tesla's battery day on September 22nd will have more to report than just batteries. While in Germany this past week, Elon Musk mentioned that significant changes in the way how vehicles are made are on the way at Tesla. Electric.co has a story in which some theorize that this announcement will be based on recently installed casting machines in Fremont and a patented method to create vehicle body panels from giant castings rather than the traditional stamping methods used today. More details about Elon Musk's interview in Germany can be found at teslarati.com, where he talked a little bit more about Gigafactory Berlin and its next-generation paint shop and the speed in which the factory will be up and running. The article also mentions that battery production facility at Gigafactory Berlin and the possibility of supplying batteries for other sustainable energy projects in the area. For fans of Discovery's How It's Made videos on YouTube, Tesla released a new time-lapse video of one of its production lines in Gigafactory Shanghai. Electric.co has a story in which how Elon wants to set up his factories as machines that build machines. The Gigafactory Shanghai has a proposed annual production capacity of 200,000 vehicles when construction completes. Lessons learned from one factory will get translated to other factories around the world. Once fully built, Elon will have four factories of which Three will produce battery cells in addition to vehicles, all working together to manufacture vehicles as efficiently as possible. I will include links to Clean Technica's Fremont factory tour videos if you want to have a little bit more fun uh, absorbing uh, some factory candy. In an effort to make Tesla's gigafactories more sustainable, TorqueNews.com has a story on how Tesla is reducing its reliance on natural resources during manufacturing. For example, in 2018, Tesla used 5.2 cubic meters of water to make a vehicle compared to 2.9 cubic meters of water used to make a vehicle in 2019. Tesla is also improving wastewater and stormwater management 
by utilizing reverse osmosis systems and recycling existing water sources to be used in other areas of the Gigafactory. Tesla is also using heat pumps over traditional gas heating systems in the hopes that Tesla's carbon footprint will be further reduced. Tesla will be installing solar panels starting with the Gigafactory in Nevada and most likely will be implemented in other factories around the world. Move over Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. There's a new player in town. Well, sort of. Uh, Tesla is recruiting to build a new software team down in Austin, Texas to coincide with their existing team in Bellevue, Washington. This team will be tasked with possibly expanding Tesla Arcade as well as other items on the Tesla infotainment screen. This announcement could mean that more options will be made available for drivers of Teslas while at charging stations or possibly more customization options for Tesla owners on the infotainment screen. If you've taken ownership of a Tesla Model 3 or Model Y, you should check out the Inside EV story where YouTuber Andy Sly has combed the internet for the best accessories for your new ride. Andy has broken down his list of 20 accessories down into three categories, must-haves, cleaning tools, and some bonus items, so you should really check out this video, which has links for everything listed as well as some valuable coupon codes. Even if you haven't yet taken ownership of a Model 3 or a Model Y, this video will let you know what to expect in the near future. Seems as though many Tesla owners are a little bit worn out from the standard five color offerings from Tesla these days. Locally here in Ottawa, of the Model 3s around town, 44% that I'm seeing are the pearl white multi-coat and 24% are solid black. TorqueNews.com has a breakdown on how Tesla owners are attempting to change the factory default look of their Tesla to something a little bit more personable while providing a layer of protection for their cars and possibly correcting some minor paint issues. With Tesla rolling out new paint application advancements in their new factories and possibly upgrading the paint shop in Fremont, maybe wrapping your Tesla will be something that you might choose to do rather than something you feel needs to be done just to cover up some minor defects. UK magazine WhatCar has named the Tesla Model 3 as the most reliable car in both electric and executive categories. Just 5% of Model 3s suffered a fault, and all of those that did still could be driven. All were fixed in less than a day at no cost to the owners. Those 5% faults were related to interior trim issues compared to other cars in other segments suffering faults from motor, engine, non-engine electronics, gearboxes, exhaust, and bodywork. I suspect that Tesla would just love to change the narrative regarding vehicles currently being offered. Having an affordable option for Tesla buyers seems to be something that Tesla is committed to so that the idea of sustainable transportation system is within greater reach of the population. YouTube channel's drivers only ask the question, should you buy a Tesla Model Y right now? In the video, it provides a pretty solid in-depth review showing off the Model Y's features and testing Tesla's summon feature, which was very nerve-wracking to watch. The video also showed off some build quality issues and some features that are not included on the current Model Y. That should pretty much do it for episode 6 of How I Got My Tesla. The hashtag if you got to the end would be, let's try hashtag uh, Tesla Model C. And the overall hashtag for this podcast is hashtag HIGMT. And if you have any questions for me, feel free to email me at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. As always, you can watch my progress towards a Tesla at How I Got My Tesla, and you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for How I Got My Tesla. Thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby.